Alrighty, we're back um, yeah. on the on the cast as a pizza basin show. They say on the cast on the <laughs> pod, whatever you want to say on the show. Okay, um, it's your Big favorite show. hooligans. And um, hey hello, listeners. It's Monday, um, Monday afternoon, and um, it's just Kenan and me. We're back at it, bro. How are you doing? How was your? Uh, I'm good, dude. I miss this. You know, I love all of our guests. It's a pleasure we have every time we have a guest on. But of course, you know, <laughs> I miss the KBAP spiels. So this is long overdue. He said, "You're looking Jeannie good." The quality is. Addison. Oh my goodness! Here, I see you so clearly. It's almost like, you know, we got to kind of up our game here a bit. So let's see. Let's see how this wow, goes. You know, I'm excited. Yeah, we like crispy. We like when we can see. Um, in better quality, ideally it'd be 4K, but the budget's not there. So, caught in um, four, Alex. I don't think they're ready. I, I'm not ready to be caught in 4K, not yet. Um, so I just, we'll start I just off love, with this tiny cheese. Yeah, we're not there I yet. Selfishly love when I can put a video on YouTube in 4K. Yeah. That just really gets me going. Um, like nothing else. Okay, man. So that's mission to find Alex's burner YouTube account. Um, we don't know what he has on there, but we know what gets him going. It's provocative. It's it gets ESPN, the people going. ESPN all day, baby. Yes, sir. You know, you know, ESPN, Fox. Um, but but let's stay focused here because you got to be focused for your half I'm marathon in. I'm coming in. up. I'm locked in. Mm-hmm. Every day is another day. Rent is due, as Alex likes to say. Oh, <laughs> quick bars to start off here. Um, yes, it is race nice. week. <laughs> um, we know we are much very excited. Much excited. Very I, anticipation. I am very excited. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so NYC I United have shout out to United Airlines got me all my miles, <laughs> all the miles on the plane, all my miles on foot, and we're gonna get there. You fly United. I usually fly United. I just yes. unfriended you. I know you're a big Delta daddy. And you know how this goes. <laughs> Listen, you don't have to go there now. I'm joking. They're also sponsoring my half marathon, so shout out to oh cool United. Um, but yeah, man, you know I'm really excited for this one. My second half. Um, I think biggest difference from the first one. It's just that, you know, obviously the first one we trained together for back in Charlottesville. Um, until and I think the dark day. Until When tragedy, I ran too fast on the tragedy fucking O'Hill Hill. <laughs> O'Hill Hill. The worst of the hills to die on. When, when I just that had my hill legs cut from under right me. There. Oh, my goodness. Pretty much. Achilles! It's exactly Ooh. That moment is exactly what I'm seeing. It's Brad Pitt getting the arrow in his ankle. Um, or in his Achilles, of course. Um, but no, I think the biggest thing, no, the greatest thing we did for that training the smartest thing, which I would recommend if it's possible for anyone running a, a race of any great distance would be, you know, do a, do a more or less a, a dress rehearsal where you go out to the actual course and, if, you know, because it's granted that you haven't run this race before. Um, so for both of us, we hadn't done Charlottesville. First mar- it was going to be our first half marathons for us both um, and get a good idea of the course itself by running it. Um, we didn't do yep. the full half marathon, but we did a nice 10-mile 10, 10 uh, tune-up. And that gave that was me, a smooth ten miles too. It was a great this really ten mile makes run. Makes me mad about it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, it's bittersweet almost, right? We were so close um, <laughs> to do that together. But um, on race day, you know, I felt like I had a leg up on everyone because I knew it was coming. And so, of course, Charlottesville, Virginia, you know, everyone knows the elevation gain is something serious. Um, mm-hmm. I was already ready for you know the big hill on on mile eight or you know what with the big turn on ten. Um, I don't have that this time around. Um, obviously, you know. This, you know, New York uh, NYC half uh, course is like, you know, through the bit of big part of the city, big, like a lot of parts of the city route have to be like, yeah. you know, blocked off for us to run on it. So it's like the Brooklyn oh, cool. Bridge, FDR Highway, really cool historical landmarks. Spots. Yeah. yeah, but I can't go running, you know, 
half naked on the FDR highway. Well, I could. I know that, I'm sure someone's done that before, but not without you know the you know kind of helicopter <laughs> chase GTA. <laughs> I just that's how that came to me, bro. I just me on the FDR. Ah, my goodness. Um, running down through congested traffic, just doing my half training. I don't think that would that would go over so well. Um, Fair. So yeah, no UAV on the map. That's what I felt. That's what it felt like yep. last time. You know, we kind of had the, you kind of had the. Okay, we got, we got, we got Tango Alpha there at, at, at the B flag. Mm-hmm. Um, two bogeys you know, in the exactly. southwest corner. Two bogeys yeah. south side. Um, plant bomb A. Um, don't have that yet. So counter UAV. <laughs> my, my, I got a jammer door on. B. Door B. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I think you know it'll add you know if anything to the surprise um, and to the excitement of the day. Just another reason for me to take it easy and you know not get too hard on myself because never know when you know a sneaky sneaky hill. Like come shinicky, up or you know, shinicky, yeah. um, even a, d- a decline. I think I've also people don't don't people sleep on declines as being uh, silent killers. Um, SBD. Oh yeah. For the third grader, yeah. you know, silent but deadly, right? Everyone thinks decline. Oh, easy effort. Don't have to go as hard. Not fam, because what goes down, I might also has to come up. Is that is that something you felt in your half, Alex? Yeah, there were a couple um, uh, downhills that the. Um, I listened to a podcast that he like mm. Chris McClung, uh, running. Did you watch that like, uh, no, no, this is just like <laughs> just the guy who coach. Mac McClung. Sorry, that's Mac McClung. Yeah, that white boy can dunk. That's all I know about Mac McClung. Sorry. Boy can dunk. Um, no, nah, he just like there were a couple or a few downhills. He was like, yeah, just telling you how to go through it. So those can really mess up your quads um, if you're not yeah. careful. But you can also use them to go faster. So. Um, Tricky balance there. Tricky balance. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Um, so, yeah, all on my side, you know, just locked in, locked and loaded. Um, how about you down there in Austin? I heard there was kind of a big uh, business conference. I'm assuming the Austin crowd, the, tech, the Austin techies were all, uh, yeah, man, how you guys doing down there? You know, South by Southwest. Um, yeah. Everybody's out and about. There are more people. I'm like seven, eight minutes from downtown, so it's not too okay. much busier, but. Um, yeah, there are little advertisements and stuff around. I haven't been to much. Um, I stopped by some like casual things, but it's like cool. Good for good for business. Good for the small yeah. businesses. Um, and then Arthur Wise, I think it's just funny how when you walk a dog, especially a puppy, people are just yeah. more likely to talk to you. Um, Come on, like, man, that's the that's the perfect that's a perfect oh, opening fun. statement, right? It's I rest my case. Like, puppy this this want? one guy such a barney like, yeah <laughs> big barney move yeah um this guy was like asking me for directions and i was like i yeah. did not know where he was saying so like that way and then another <laughs> guy so was damn. i didn't even like, with amigos yeah that way <laughs> i'm busy walking my dog um yeah. another guy was like parking his car he's like your dog is so cute, blah blah blah. I was like, thanks, man, appreciate it. So you hit him up. Thanks, bro. This definitely, no, <laughs> definitely no, no, want to hear I, that from all my bros. See, I actually use the term "bro" pretty endearingly or in an mm. endearing fashion. When I say "pal," if I ever yeah. call you "pal," yeah, like listeners included. No, you better check yourself. Like, yeah, I, I, that's that's a clear warning that I'm just not like we're not clicking. Okay. Um, pal or bud if i hit you with a bud or if i get yeah. hit with a bud i'm always like hey when but, i get hit with a bud it's, it's, a, it's a fun time hey but anyways i mean um <laughs> arthur doing well things yeah. going well here um back to running so um we also like yeah. to be literate dumb jocks with mics isn't that hey, right alex yeah man I, I read every day videos. man 
stay I, I stay up to date. Yeah, I mean, got him. Um, so like Alex, say, without a mind. Whenever someone's like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a citizen of the world. I'm like, okay, duh, bro. Don't say that. Like, never. Say Where's your that. passport? Did you give me? Let me see. Let me see. You sure about that? Um. So, being the academic <laughs> scholars that we are, Alex, why don't you share with the lovely people some of your treatises that you've been writing, some of the great proverbs you've been referring to, and or some of the great books you've been reading. Yeah, um, on the writing thing, I have um, somehow been able to write a little more freely, like in the way it was like a poem or like, I feel like sometimes it's like seasonal. Free write? Like you're in English class. When you remember in English class, they'd be like, okay, yeah, that's, kids, that's, that's too 10 minutes free write, go. That's, that's you like quite that? too structured for me. Nope, no. Nope. Oh, no, I don't. Um, my, let my I, write be free, bro. Don't I free like, write. I to grab the notebook whenever mm. the Whenever the feeling occurs, the the, the quill um, the quill has to quiver. It's <laughs> so bad. Um, no, I just you know I don't like to force it. Um, mm. But so that's been good. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll release a book someday. I don't know. Um, that's a short a nice... stories. A collection of short stories. Uh, either like Is a poetry book or like an actual Ooh, like some prose. Um, hey, prose by prose, man. That's a long long term goal, but. AP uh, and of... the P is for poem. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> it's just a, a poem. I can I can make a poem, a poem. Book work like in a couple of years, um, for sure. Yeah. A collection of poems. But yeah. in terms of my reading, I have been yeah. reading um a it's like a autobiography of Roger Federer, sort of. It's like okay. by this reporter. It's called The Master, um, The Long Run and Beautiful Game of Roger Federer. I'm about halfway through. Um, I'm actually an adult fan, but this, as so happens, See, reading this book. Behind Enemy Lines, which is a great <laughs> book, by the way. Shout out to Miss Donahue, fourth grade. You were, you were Behind Enemy Lines, kind of getting an understanding of hey, his game. Yeah, We're going to no, give the some no. pointers. I mean, I, mean I like him. Yeah. Uh, I like his style. I'm not a fan of Djokovic um, for the tennis heads. And so anyways, I was just curious. Yeah. Um, and about halfway through, some major lessons I just wanted to share. Please. Um, a few one is mm. <laughs> stagnation is regression which i thought was interesting um especially Ooh. in the sports world yes but my take here was sometimes yes stagnation is regression but sometimes being still is what you need to move forward and to improve um yeah this so is I, I see both sides I, I see both sides there um and That's fun. Yeah. but it's helpful to see that even um or that the best of the best at their craft know that there's no substitute for um putting in the rep so to speak so yeah um i really like that another one is federer as you can see if you've seen him play his interviews he has this quote unquote great ability to take things as they come which i think is just a great thing to keep in mind no matter how yeah. old or whatever your job is whatever you do like just you know, when you're younger, you get all, I used to get really worked up about stuff and like get mad okay. if I lose Monopoly or whatever, but, Damn. Um, which I, I'm still, so some, me, I'm really give bad Give me the bank, Monopoly. man. Damn. I'm really Leave bad the, Monopoly. Were you the guy in the family kind of, you know, throw the board? It's always the one per, it's all one family. I would just like walk out and be like, tired. I'm not playing. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to lose. I don't want to lose. But apparently Federer was also a bad loser or very sore loser in his time. Yeah. As he matured, he just realized to take things as they come. So just a reminder that, 
you know, control what you can control. And it's like my wave analogy, just ride the waves when you can. And the last one is just, there is a stress on how he's apparently has pretty high EQ. Um, Okay. And, you know, does he he claim that or have they been, has that been mm -hmm. backed up by science? These are like his close colleagues, his close colleagues and his confidants speaking of him. Mm. Um, So just like, you know, the way he registers feelings and energy in the stadium um, during an interview, uh, speaking to people in a room. Yeah. Just just high EQ, and I think that's a lesson um, and kind of a, what would you say, almost like a primer to, um, you know, people first or, or, or you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it kind of gives you some insight into his, I, I don't know, you know, not to, you know, paint with too large of a brush here, but it sounds like, you know, he kind of lets the let things come to him in terms of, you know, he likes to sit down, you know, get a gauge on the situation, gauge on people in the room, understand the energy. And then he, as you said, you know, he takes things as they come and he reacts accordingly. That seems like, yeah. you know, from what the matches I've seen him play, that seems like also how he'll kind of, you know, open up his first set. Or like, you know, he'll try a couple <laughs> things out. He'll like see, you know, he'll gauge his opponent's weaknesses, um, which might be why I just have his memory of, you know, tracking Federer's matches or watching them. And I feel like a lot of times he's like, he's down the first set, right? So he's, you know, he's down one. Yeah. Um, you're like, man, like, this is like the second round of the US Open. I don't think Federer should be losing to this guy. But then you got to kind of, you know, again, trust the process, right? Because he's see the, well, using see the part of his picture. strategy to yeah. kind of, yeah, take that first set as a diagnostic mm-hmm. more or less to kind of, you know, tell you anyone <laughs> by the time he gets to set four. Yeah. Like see what yeah. the opponent does well and like do deploy the counter move, you know? Yeah. Like, I'll um, give him the first one. And you know what? If I'm, if, I'm feeling, if I'm feeling bad, I'll give him the second one. It's like Just Michael Jordan. Like I want yeah. my opponent as cocky and confident as possible, so I can like Whoa. put his face in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, Damn, I took that person. <laughs> take that. Um, but I'm, I'm loving this book. It's yeah. um, it's a good read. And yeah. um, if you want the info, let me know. I'll send you the rec about halfway through. Yeah. And um, enjoying it. And, and what about you? I heard you've been uh, you be, you got your nose in the books a little more nowadays. Well, you know, I got some time on the subway. I'd be surfing the subway. Um, it's about, you know, 12 stops on the 6th down to my office. Um, so it's a nice, ideal time, I think, just, to, you know, when I can find a seat. It's always the game of subway. Be mindful chairs. of the closing door. Yeah, we've got a 6 right now. Go down to Brooklyn Bridge. Go down to Brooklyn Bridge. Go closing. Please get out of the way. All righty. Um, so I have my seat. I got my book open. I'm a little bookmark. Shout out to NYPL, Public Library Gang. You know how it is. Support your public libraries. Um... <laughs> So one of my, and they're kind of mad at me right now, I'm not going to lie, because Whoa. this book has been overdue for about three months. Um, sorry, New York. I promised here. It's not lost. They hit me with a fine because they said I was lost. But then it was like, it's okay. It's oh, bring it back shoot. at some point. Yeah, but these are the type of fines you don't have to pay. Um, in New York, you oh, have cool. all types of fines. This is like, the, it's like it's fine, you know? It's a fine, but it's fine. It's a fine. Um, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Um, so this is, of course, uh, my first Hemingway book. So The Sun Also Rises. Um and Alex, this really, you know, this book really reminded me of you, of your life philosophy. <laughs> you just said it a bit earlier about, you know, riding the wave. Um, Ernest Hemingway, Your Son Also Rises, just again, the brief synopsis here, um, really is about a lost generation, uh, kind of this, you know, pre-World War II, between the World Wars uh, generation. Um, it was, mm-hmm. you know, reminded, reminds me of a simpler time back then is how Hemingway's writing is very simple to the point uh, and concise, of course. Um, and it tells the story of some American expatriates living in Paris um, the group of about four or five of them, and they go out to the bullfighting. They go to bullfighting in Papalona, Spain. Um, so it's a bit like a, almost like a travel adventure story. Um, but of course, it's Hemingway, so it's very to the point. 
um, you're almost, you know, lulled into this, you know, uh, lulled in the sense of, oh, this is very realistic. It's not really a lot, you know, not a lot of depth to his writing. But that's when I freaking it, love it, man. He's he like, the, the most, night was right? dark and the clouds rolled in, <laughs> and the like, passerby word, word, walked by, word. but he didn't look at me, and he I didn't did look do at that. him. Yep, yep. And then I took a left and I walked down the rainy street. <laughs> I went to the cafe, ordered the huge. You know, it's like it's great. I freaking. And then I realized life is devoid of meaning. Damn, Ernest. And then I, and I realized nothing actually matters. And I went out and got really drunk. <laughs> got really drunk. I've never been. I think I read at least five times in this book. I have never felt more drunk. Well, hey, I feel you there, I've buddy. I've never been so schmacked in my life. <laughs> Alex, you feel like I don't mean all of our spirit animals. Um, do you feel like this Ernest might be your spirit writer, if we can go that far? I, I hope so. Um, yeah. Not that, I mean, he's a very flawed and imperfect person. I Aren't we all? I just like how... <laughs> Come on. Come on. I just, I just like how he um, paints the picture of the world, which is just okay. a collection of stories in itself, so... Okay. Um, he's just, and I like how it it he brilliantly takes you back to that era. Yes. Um, in his descriptive, but curt language. So yes, and with this curt language, Alex, I did want to read a brief excerpt if I may. Um, oh, lovely. Because another thing I you know remind a common theme from this book is that you know something a lot of things have changed of course since that time. Um, it was a simpler time, but some things, especially the complex things. I think maybe they say the same so he's you know there's some you know moments of relatability here that you know i think maybe to our generation we can uh maybe speak on a bit so i'll read you a quote here um and again it speaks it kind of reminds me again of you know his this curt tone that he said um lulls you into these you know profound truths one of these profound truths i'm gonna read you directly here from the sun also rises page 137 for those of you uh and book club are following along if you're home. following along yeah I'm paragraph one <clears throat> Woman made such swell friends. Awfully swell. Oh, cars don't like that. Um, <laughs> in the first place, you had to be in love with a woman to have a basis of friendship. Okay, well, ho- ho- relax, Ernest. Where are you going with this? I have been having Brett for a friend. I had not been thinking about her side of it. I had been getting something for nothing. But Ernest, relax, relax. Ernest, don't go. That only delayed the presentation of the bill. Ernest, what are you doing? The bill always came. Ernest, come on, man. I like that. We don't the gotta... bill always comes due, baby. <laughs> that was one of the swell things you could count on. Like, dude, I read that, you know, after like you've been reading for like an hour and you're like, oh, okay, this is pretty good. Pretty... You go, bro, I had to, to put that down for a second. Like, <laughs> I said, what? You can't just. What did you just say? Put that in there, man. Ernest just finally left to sleep here um, with this life philosophy. And he just goes on, you know, he goes on about, you know, life as this almost like transactional type of, you know, uh, worldview that he has. It's like, I think he even says like, um, you know, I thought I had learned. I think he almost believes, and maybe I don't know if you agree with your spirit right on this one, but it sounds like he doesn't really believe in like, you can actually learn along the way in life. Um, he kind of implies it by saying, you know, oh, like, you know, everything in life is you know, equivalent because you pay for it more or less, you know, you, you, life mm. is just a, a series of transactions where, you know, you, you pay by your experiences, taking chances or with money. Um, but enjoying to enjoy life for him is to like learning to get your money's worth. And he's kind of using, mm-hmm. you know, an expanded definition of money, of course, by just, you know, anything that you would you get, I think it's more or less an abbreviated, you know, what you, you get out, what you put in and mm-hmm. you don't really get more than that. Um, which to me felt a bit, depressing honestly because it's, it's like man two. i guess it's a step too far i think is for it our, is it yeah yeah for our comfort level um i like his almost utilitarian like matter of fact view of the world yeah. 
I don't like when he goes a step too far and it's like people can't change, people can't learn. Yeah. Um, and 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 he goes a little too far when it's like transactional. It's like, well, that's you're leaving out the fun, buddy. Like, relax. Yeah. Um, but but Hemingway, bit, classic writer, classic writer. Yeah, it's a bit bleak. Um, but he does go on, and again, I'm quoting back from from the text here. Um, perhaps that wasn't true in terms of life being transactional. Um, perhaps as he went along, he did learn something. Then, of course, back to Hemingway. I did not care what it was all about. I wanted to know. All I want to know was how to live in it. And with that, I think we can transition to our next topic here because I think, you know, I read this. And again, you know, I was kind of, you know, relating to my personal life here about, you know, learning as you go along. Um, I think, you know, he's as mentioned, you know, you learn through experiences, taking chances, even if, you know, you don't agree with his form of that being like, you know, currency that you like pay in to get out. He's still saying it's true, right? You do live through experiences mm-hmm. by taking chances. Um, and that whether or not you learn something along the way, that's how you perceive it. Um, but one thing I'm trying to learn about on the way is how the hell hinge dating actually supposed to work here. So let's tell a bit, a bit of a story. And I promise, you know, it gets into kind of, you know, uh, a bigger conversation here for our, for our, our listeners who are interested in Yeah, friends, topics. we got to give you the short PG version because, you we know, do, this is Ken's do. personal life. So let's be respectful. Hey, man, I'm going to open. And, um, look at the book. You see this book? I'm an open one. I'm open. Front cover to cover. Let's, let's get into it, okay? I got my, I dropped my bookmark. Look what you made me do. Um, sure, sure, look, mate. I'm, I'm going to open enough book. Um, but where I'm going with this is, again, you know, learning along the way in life. Um, one of the things I'm trying to learn about is not just Hinge, but also, you know, how to no. really, you know, this guy, man. what is that? Yes, how to love. No. Um, but also how to talk about, how to talk about self-talk with myself, but also with you, Alex, and whatever one of the listeners. So with this kind of self-talk idea in mind, I'll tell you a little story. Um, Yes, it will be a little bit of an edited version, but, you know, the long story short. Abridged. The abridged abridged version. Abridged. We go on the bridge. Love that word. Um, (laughs) That's great. Um, So I was on, you know, had this hinge date uh, last week. Um, It was a very, great, great, nice night. Went to a jazz jazz club one of the James. village vanguard shouts like yeah i know you like jazz that's actually one of my hinge yeah. prompts because i do like jazz and i think if a girl likes jazz it's a very easy common ground to kind of go out and then explore the city um again not to you know be too uh psychoanalytical here but <laughs> that's a great way to start a sentence right um but <laughs> that's like <laughs> yeah right it's crazy um one of the ways i view these online dates is that look you have to play within a margin of safety um, shout out to Warren Buffett and value investing. Um, this book, <laughs> this is kind of where I'm going with this. I is that you have Warren to have a margin of safety. His eighth Coke of the right. day right now. Hey man, he, him, him and Buddy's at Berkshire, the chilling. He loves um, Coca Cola. I play with the margin of safety, or I try to, because how I say this, how I see my dates is that, you know, obviously want to, you know, meet cool people, um, have a good time. But of course, being in New York, it's kind of, you know, if anything else, and people who know me know I like finding good places to go on dates and just explore in the good city spots. Yeah. good spots right so if anything else i want to ensure more or less that this you know the occasion and the ambiance will be something i enjoy and something i can mm-hmm. just say like okay you know even if it's the worst date of all time which i've been in a few of those it's okay nothing personal just you know didn't didn't didn't, didn't click um yeah. i still can say oh you know nice place mark it down for later say add it to the google list we move okay so with that in mind Tight. great place but also you know this happens to be one of the better ones in terms of Good connection, good talking. Thumbs um, up. Fun thumbs times, up, yeah, yeah, thumbs up. So, and here's where, you know, again, all, all, good night, except at the very end, a little date blemish. Uh, You know, for those of you at home, you know how this is. You know, you had a good night, 
making you put, you know, maybe one toe out of line, and all of a sudden, that's the one thing you can't, you know, you're focusing on, right? Um, so in this case, you know, great evening, maybe send one too many texts of, hey, like, what are you doing next week, right? You can't, you gotta, what's the Barney sense rule, Alex? What does Barney say? Remember, do we know the old rule? It's like 48 hours or something. It's like 48 hours. Like, he says, yeah, I think he says three days. We're going to like translate that into modern digital uh, timeline. Everything's been, you know, truncated. Um, <laughs> at least you got to let, you you let the pillow sleep a bit. You know, you got to get, you got to let, you know, yeah. you got to give a bit of a buffer. So that's okay. We live and we learn as Ernest says, but you know, we're not here to focus on the many mistakes I make when dating online because there are many. Um, we are here to focus on how we react to when we make mistakes um, or just in, even in the, in the grander scheme of things how we internalize and deal with slightly negative or even, you know, I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to put a magnitude on this, how we deal with negative thoughts, whether we let them fester or flush. So, because again, I saw myself after this date, man, you know, just flush it, flush it. Like, you know, it happened, you know, we had a good time, just enjoy it for what it was. Don't worry about, you know, you made a little blemish, it's fine. Um, Flush it. But the more you tell yourself to flush it, and the less the shit gets flushed, sorry for being, you know, again, scripted at home. Watch your perfect. The more, the, watch your, the more you risk, maybe, you know, the fact that the toilet's gonna get backed up, the septic tank's gonna get clogged, and all of a sudden you got a lot of shit on your hands. So, Alex, mm-hmm. are you, you see where I'm coming from here in terms of this whole fester or flush thing? Are you, are you on, on my, is there a side to take? Do you see this as, you know, is there an alternative to not flushing? A bit disgusting, maybe, but what do you see this as? And I don't know, wait, did you see where I'm going with this? Yeah, I see what you're going, and um, I think everyone can hopefully relate to, hmm. you know, making some unfortunate missteps after, um, especially like it's always the an unforced error, as Roger would say. Maybe <laughs> uh, it's an unforced error. Yes. Um, yeah, he would. Keep, he would keep just ball say, and play, man. You don't have to go for the. <laughs> the winning point right there you know and just keep rallying don't have to but it happens <laughs> you know it happens and yeah. um it's a good it's a good spot to think about you know should i just push this away or should i like unpack it yeah. um and i don't know if you have to pick one i think it's you know it's it's, it's good about being being aware yeah. um being aware that sometimes you just need a self-check Literally, like okay. maybe you don't need to do anything, but you need to self check. Like, whoa, that wasn't cool, or yeah. well, uh, I think I messed up there. Um, that's where I think everyone can relate whether someone wants to flush something or not, you know, not yeah. deal with it or deal with it rather. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely like a personal choice. I think yeah. everyone has their um, their gauge, so to speak. So, um, but you know, self talk is really tricky because. You know, I think Joe Holder said this a while ago, or, or many people say that, you know, the voice in your head is the one voice that will always be with you 24-7, okay. all the time. And yeah. and if you don't, if you can't learn to, to live with that voice and yeah. um, maybe you don't have to change it, but you have to be aware of it and adjust it when possible, that's tricky. Mm. So, um, but it's also not a straight trajectory or it's not a linear path to changing to getting so, better yeah um there's there's yeah wow okay a lot to thank you for that it's a great uh, diving off point i would say you know so you know, my original question to you um was and still is you know how can we get better at self-talk i think even there you've have you have me questioning my own question because i don't <laughs> know 
if one can really get better at it, because then a better implies, of course, that we're measuring it, you know, and there's like a linear, more or less, you know, a linear-ish way to say, oh, I am better at talking to myself. It's almost mm-hmm. like, you know, a paradox born out of a paradox because self-talk in itself is a bit of a, you know, a bit of a tricky thing to say, like, you know, because yeah. you should be, you know, in lo- I think, you know, maybe it's, it's too logical, but like logically, like your old inner voice is the, you know, we always say control, we can control. Well, my own damn mind should be, I should be able to control that guy. Why is that the hardest thing to control? It's almost like, you know, the biggest paradox of human nature, right? Is that like our own <laughs> mental, but you know, what does Marshawn Lynch say? Protect your chicken, protect your mental. Like... <laughs> I can do. I can protect my chicken. It's but, in the oven the right now on 350. Right? This is subconscious. Okay, that's, so that's not why. So, it, it's it. Part of it is right. Okay, you know, but but part of it is a subconscious, which, you know, we're not psychologists, we're not experts, but you can tell that the things that tend to go through your head are often the just random things you saw or you did, and and yeah. that you don't try to pick apart, but they just come back and back, and you're like, what the yeah. hell is going on? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, can can you get can someone get better for sure? Yeah. Uh, do they need to get better? It's a good question, um, and that's again you put that back to the situation and the person. Yeah, um, I think it is about balancing, being aware, yeah. and and being in control as much as possible. Yeah. Um, being okay that yes, some thoughts you don't even they just come because. Um, you read one thing or you saw yeah. someone told you something and you just sticks in your mind and yeah. comes up repeatedly. So um, being okay with that and exercising control when you can and um, yeah. awareness for sure. Um, but but also there's another point like this is just another thing to stress about. So should you even stress about it? I don't know. Now we're back to like, it's like a prison dilemma. Now we're back to like the original issue, right? Um, so we've kind of gone in a circle here. Maybe I'll try to get us out. Of, I'll try to break our loop shout Westworld um, by kind of, <laughs> you know, trying to relate this again. It's another way I was thinking about, well, you know, maybe listeners can tell. I think about thinking a bunch. Um, so one of the ways I was trying to, you know, break it down in my own head, I was actually, because I was on my own Spotify listening to music while I think, as I often do. And then I kind of made this connection between, you know, my my mental mind and, you know, my music. Not in terms of, you know, well, my mind is, you know, the Turkish margin. I'm just, you know, I'm always, you know, on the, I'm always <laughs> on the, you know, B-flat major going crazy. But, you know, more or less how my Spotify, maybe, you know, through like the daily mixes we have, you know. So, for example, people who are on Spotify, any music streaming platform know that, you know, it can often, we spoke on this, I think, with Hey Who, Hey Hey, Shout Hey, um, but how Spotify works as an audio chamber where, you know, if you just kind of leave it on mm. default mode, you're going to listen to, you know, more or less the same, what, 50 songs in the same four playlists. You have your same yeah. daily mixes. Keep them and going. it's just easy, right? It's right there. So it's an easy dopamine release. You know what you like in terms of music. Music is something where I think a lot of people, yeah. yeah, you know, you don't want to like, the risk of having a bad song. You don't really think about that. You think about the certainty of you liking the, your song you like right now. So your mind, if left or your Spotify left unchecked, will take you there because you're feeding the algorithm. Hey, I want to listen to this. It'll give you the, what you want to listen to. And my thought was maybe like my mind, again, I can't speak to everyone. Maybe the mind works a bit in the same way where if left unchecked, we get nudged back to the same, you know, mental mixes, if you would. Um, which yeah. again, you know, I'm not a psych major. Hopefully we can get, you know, some more, uh, you know, distinguished uh, <laughs> opinions on this in a, in, a, in a later episode. But at least for now, you know, I took an intro psych class, not to be, you know, that liberal arts kid who I took an intro psych class. I know what I'm talking about. But 
I don't know what I'm talking about. Let me be clear. But like Alex, like we all know, you know, the whole, you know, the neuroplasticity, right? Where, you know, whatever, you know, whatever the, you know, the cognitive functions, even, you know, in, that in your head, you use more, they grow more, the more you use them, right? It's the same way, you know, physical access, you, you don't use it, you lose it. But, you know, that was kind of where I was at in terms of, you know, these voices in my head, the voice versus plural, not sure yet, you know, whatever, you know, these emotive thought patterns, they grow stronger, just like any cognitive function through this repeated recall, you know, plasticity. Um, so where I was going with this and kind of where I saw myself is, you know, okay, you know, if I don't actively, it's just the same way on Spotify, if I don't, if I don't like, you know, make an effort to like go and find new music or try to listen to new things, it's going to be very easy to find myself in the same shuffle. Um, mm-hmm. and same way in my mind, if I don't try to like, you know, think of, you know, think a little bit differently, take, take different perspectives. I'm going to be stuck in the same loop of emotive thought patterns. Um, is this something else you, I don't know if you relate to this. I don't know if you kind of, you know, at least if you understand this, then I feel like, you know, I'm not, you know, shot to oblivion here, but yeah. yeah. How, how does yeah, this I understand out? it. Yeah. I think it also, it's a good reminder to refresh my Spotify playlist. Um, exactly. There you go. You see, um, but no, I think yeah. I think I can relate to this. Many people can, um, especially if, um, y- you know, when it when it seems like you're supposed to have things together, yeah, or you're supposed to be hitting these numbers at work or yeah, um, growing your circle socially, whatever. Yeah, it, it, it can get a lot, and it can be a lot going on in your head that, um, and and it can be certain like ideas about yourself or whatever that you just tend to hold on to whether they're good or bad um so i think that's that's definitely relatable and i think the neuroplasticity thing it is it is um you can't adjust it but it's 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 tough it takes time neuroplasticity like that also takes time it's not like one day you just okay we're not we're not being (laughs) sad boy anymore my Um, plastic is an elastic pause Um, but yeah, and on that note, you know, sometimes, um, sometimes it's, it's good to try to break the loops and there's, um, so many different ways to to think about that. And of course it's should be personalized. I think you should, um, you know, figure out what works for you. But, um, I think we have some, some ideas or just some, um, ways to think about that process. Yeah, I think. I think I know we do. Um, I know, and I think I just want to preface this by, obviously, again, you know, we'd love to have you know more qualified, you know, opinion on this or like you know professional academic research supporting us. We're not pretending to you know give anyone you know if informed recommendations. All we can do is you know just say, you know, what we're thinking of trying maybe for ourselves. What we think you know we would recommend to you know to a friend in need. Um, so maybe it's to each other. Maybe it's again to this an un you know an unidentified. Uh, person of interest um we're just trying to take we're just trying to listen to our pal see what i did there are pal genie oh we pal and uh (laughs) no no i'm kidding i'm kidding yeah um if she's listening hopefully she um got a little laugh out of that one but um (laughs) you know we're just trying to yeah how would you say um Be, be supportive you know go deep and be supportive Yes, we're yeah, trying to be so. we're trying to be deep, but being lightly deep is what we try to do best here on the Proof of Concept podcast. So, with that, here's the official Proof of Concept top five playbook strategy tip to achieve mental health. These we're are we're guaranteed will succeed. There's no we're doubt about it. In my mind, we have it here. Guarantee. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Can I get, get a drum, Alex? Back. Here we go with num. 
number one. Treat your mind like the ultimate playlist. Oh, that sounds really, really wise, Kenan. What is that? Really well, lame. your ultimate playlist, yeah, it's kind of lame too, um, is balanced, as we say. That is our, in case you haven't caught on, that is our catch-all word for what to do. If you don't know what to do, find your balance in your playlist, in your mind, in your life. So number one, treat your mind like the ultimate balance playlist. Number two, the ultimate playlist, Alex, this is a bit like Family Feud here. Um, can I get uh, nourishing? My playlist, Alex, do you think your playlists are nourishing? Do you think nourishment in your playlists? Uh, um, <laughs> uh, mostly? Yeah, yeah. You know, Depends you gotta, on what you gotta, I'm trying to nourish, right? Sometimes it's you, sometimes it's others. Maybe like if I play way too sexy at the gym, I'm trying to nourish my ego for sure. So oh yeah, oh yeah, um, the the id, the id, the super ego, super ego. (laughs) If I play, play some, (laughs) if I play some crazy club mix, whatever. When I'm running, I'm trying to nourish my fast gene. So there we go. Um, There he is, a little nappy, nourished, and of course, constantly refreshed. We already spoke on this. Um, so that's mine. That's my lead off here, Alex. What are what are we going with here? On the AP side, number one tip strategy to break our loops, find mental health. What do you got? Um, yeah, and it's just like kind of a thought. Um, I love that. Hey, you know what? It's just kind of a thought. Just kind of, you know, he's a little quirky girl. I love it of a thought. You know, just you know, take it or leave it. Not really. <laughs> I just try to. I just try to frame it that way. Some people like lean in when I'm speaking. Um, yeah, it's just a thought. Um, once you realize that you're mental self-talk is a, mm. it is a byproduct of who you're surrounded with and who you speak to and all of that yeah. um might be time to just take a little you know do you like who you're around not saying it to lose your friends or whatever ditch your Cut them significant off. other go but, solo <laughs> live off the grid in wyoming but jackson hole you know with Catherine. Worth, right back. Hey, Catherine. worth considering hey yeah. Catherine. um yeah. i'm sure you're blasting a cig right now in a cowboy hat <laughs> um <laughs> No, I actually I commented on it. Go comment on that post if you know which post I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but no, maybe just take a look. Hey, do I like him on around? Yeah. If so, good. If not, you know, do I need to adjust? Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, think about that. But um, but also the last thing on that is yeah, sometimes it's okay to be unbalanced too. If okay. things are out of your control, being uh imbalanced is, is okay. But as as Thanos, what would Thanos? Thanos would be like uh, perfectly balanced dude i saw that back to hinge real quick that was some girls like her favorite quote so a huge red flag in my opinion was like that is everything's a balance red flag. as it's meant to be whoa you're just gonna quote thanos no and if again you, i get it's not you know this is canon though this is like an mcu pro snap yeah you cannot do that no no you're no. in favor of veto Balancing the whole world. Listen, I'm not gonna go Freaking deeper. Genocide. We're just gonna swipe. We're gonna X and keep going here. But um, yeah, no, we're gonna I like pass that a lot. I like this a lot. Um, you know, it's something I've been thinking about again. You know, just going back to your changing perspectives is, you know, just I think what you're just prescribing, maybe not prescribing, but suggesting is another framework to evaluate or just look at. I evaluate stuff word. Look at people in your life and your relationships. With <laughs> consider. People. Um, I love consider so, yeah. sometimes. Consider yeah. it. You know, just you know, we're not trying to buy it, not purchasing. We're just considering the brand. Um, shout out from our shout out Carrie. Um, so one thing I've been considering is again, you know, trying to flip it from instead of thinking about, and again, we're all a lot of us are our friends and our lives are in this post college phase. So you know, we've had a lot of people and we're not really, you know, again, physically close to anymore. So it can be easy to think about a lot of people that you've lost touch with since leaving college. Um, and that's something that again, that's one of those going back to what I said earlier, one of those recurring thought patterns. That's just you know, it's it's tucked in there. 
Um, and every once in a while, if I don't, you know, I'm not careful, it's going to come back and I'm just going to think about it again. Um, yeah. And that can be a bit of a downer, but also, you know, on the, there's a flip side to that, right? It's, the, it's, really, it's really the literal reciprocal of, yes, you know, I may have, you know, not talked to, you know, five people. What about the three that I still do, you know, keep in touch with, like my good buddy Alex here, and trying to appreciate oh, the ones wow. that have, not only have I kept around, but I've stuck around out of, again, And then have created so much value in your life. Yeah, it's crazy. And I've just, yeah, you know, been <laughs> just this fulcrum of which I can, you know, kind of teeter off of. Shout out to Alex, you know, really just my, my mental base right there, bro. Um, oh, 100%. 100%. Lovely. Um, um, that's how we're trying to flip yeah, things around here, you know? I agree there. I agree there as well. Um, sometimes, you know, appreciate the good ones and also, yeah. like, be okay if some people, you know, choose to do other things. Yeah. Arthur is waking up from his nap. Um, and with that, Kenan, we do want to wish you, all of us here at Proof of Concept, which up. is we gotta go yeah you and me yeah um we're wishing <laughs> me, you me all you should know <laughs> a fantastic half marathon we will all yes. be following along i will not be doing voice recordings because that is a lame move but i will be um looking forward nice to hearing you my friends no no I, but i just can't copy your move that's oh, that's no, not no. how the playbook works right so well, I um that. we hope it's smooth we hope it's um oh wow my shoelace just came undone um <gasps> but um, otherwise, yes, I have, I'm looking forward to, I have a little, uh, go grab some Korean barbecue with some friends tomorrow night. Um, okay. should be fun. And then, um, got a little work dinner, uh, Wednesday. So I'm looking forward to that. So, um, and just the usual shenanigans with Arthur. So, um, Sounds like a fun, fun weekend. I will keep you guys posted how the half goes and how life develops. And if we have any solutions to the problems we might have, uh, not problems, but to the to the things we've brought up in this episode, stay tuned to find the out. Silly little dilemmas all that come up. Well, have a great week, guys. Alex, always a pleasure, <laughs> my man. And we will talk again soon. So, hundred percent. Take it easy, guys. Bye, guys. See ya.